Take your Bibles, turn with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, please. Good to see everybody with the Bible tonight. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. This morning we hit on being faithful witnesses for Jesus. And tonight, talking about missions, of course. I got to stay with the theme of missions. Praying for your missionaries, all right? The importance of praying for your missionaries. Sometimes we don't understand the importance of that. I was talking to uh, one of the men this morning, talking about uh, a missionary over in the Iraq area. Huh? Those that are in the Middle East, folks, they are in constant danger. I mean, everyone, I mean, we all experience, even here in America, times of danger. But, but those families that are over in the Middle East, they are in constant danger. I was telling you that uh, there was a fellow that went to Bible college with me that, who was from Lebanon. And he went back to Lebanon, planted a church. And after a while, when Hez, I think it's Hezbollah, entered into the politics of Lebanon, uh, he had to escape to Israel. And that's not an easy place to be either. Huh? But the importance of praying for your missionary. Chapter 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1. Finally, brethren, talking about Christians, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Now this is the Apostle Paul, and if, if you've studied the life of Paul, you know that the Apostle Paul was a church planning missionary. He would go from place to place, he would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, people would get saved, get baptized, he would plant a church, raise up leaders like Timothy, Titus, and others that they could take care of those churches. And then he would move to the next place and he would start another church. He would start the, the process all over again, preaching the gospel, getting people saved, getting them baptized, starting a church, raising up a leader, leaving a man there in charge of the church. And Paul, so Paul was going to different places all the time. And Paul, on more than one occasion, experienced persecution. Uh, he experienced threats on his life constantly. And so he understood this situation about being in places that you're really not wanted very much. Not every country. I've, I've talked to some missionaries and, and the country that they're in, man, because they're North Americans, they're, eh, you know, they're respected and loved and, you know, hugged on and everything. And then there's other countries that go home Yankee. You know, we don't want you here. And, and so when you have a different group of missionaries, different places, it's good to find out how is the situation in the country where our church has missionaries. How, how dangerous is it? Huh? Drugs. Huh? What kind of crime is going on? What kind of situations do the missionaries 
face because we can't put everything into a prayer letter. You all know that, right? We can't put it in, well, this month, you know, we were robbed at gunpoint, you know, and, uh, three months ago we were robbed at gunpoint. Uh, those are just not very uplifting uh, letters, you know. Uh, but, but, if we want to pray for our missionaries the way that I believe God wants us to pray for our missionaries, we need to take the initiative and find out what is going on in the place where God has put our missionaries. And, and, and the main thing is here, verse 1, it says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified. And look at that last phrase. Even as it is with you. Huh? Even as it is with you. Grace Baptist needs to be praying for the missionaries that Grace Baptist supports in a way that God would open doors and that God would allow our missionaries uh, those open doors and that the word of God would have free course as it's having here in this place. Uh, I think Pastor Jim puts a lot of emphasis on the word of God, right? And, and if, we, if, if we're behind the pulpit and we preach something wrong, he, he wouldn't have any problem correcting it. Am I right? And so you need to pray the same thing. Because it's unbelievable what's going on in the world and even on mission fields. Calvinism is growing by leaps and bounds. You need to pray that your missionaries will stay true and faithful to the word of God and not change. Huh? Because, listen, we wouldn't be the first ones to change. So we need prayer on our behalf that you would pray that God would allow us and keep us faithful to his word in the teaching and preaching of his word, that through it he would be glorified and that his word would be glorified, even as it is right here with you all. And then the next part in verse 2 says, that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Not everybody wants to see us preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And like I said this morning, it starts in Jerusalem, right? Right here. I don't think everybody in Sydney enjoys Pastor Jim preaching the word of truth or not. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's not a popular thing nowadays. It's not a popular thing uh, to teach what the Word of God says on every subject. And pastors have to preach the whole counsel of God. And in the day that we're living in, not everybody wants that. And there are unreasonable people in this world that would not have any problem trying to harm those that are trying to stay faithful to the teaching and the preaching of the Word of God. That's what, again, you all, and I know you do, need to be praying every day for Pastor Jim. 
Hmm? Not just your mission, for Pastor Jim. Because it starts right here in Jerusalem. Hmm? You need to be praying for your leader more so than you pray for your own missionaries. Hmm? Because there are unreasonable men, people, everywhere we go. And Satan will use his people, his children, to try to stop those that are preaching the true word of God. Because he understands it is the word of God that will change lives. It's the word of God that's going to help that drug addict quit those drugs and get put on the right path. It's, it's the word of God that's going to stop those false beliefs that someone has learned in another area to be put on the path of truth. And so it starts and it ends with prayer. Prayer and the word of God ought to go hand in hand. And prayer is very, very important. The word of God is very, very important. Prayer also is very, very important to us as Christians, but especially to those who are in leadership preaching the word of God. Paul experienced this on more than one occasion. He was stoned, left for dead. Uh, he was put in prison. At the end, he had his head cut off just because he was preaching truth. Didn't commit any crimes. Just for preaching truth, the Apostle Paul lost his life. Just for teaching and preaching truth, Jesus Christ lost his life. The apostles lost their lives. Because they were teaching and preaching truth. It's no different today. People really, in the world that we're living in, would rather believe a lie than to believe what the truth says. It's sad, but it's, that's, that's where we're at today. People would rather believe a lie than believe what the Word of God says. And when there's someone that's willing to stand upon the truth, the Word of God they will be attacked by unreasonable men. And for that reason, we need to be praying for our leaders, our pastor and our missionaries. And then at the verse 3, it says this, But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And again, just as I said in Sunday school, everything that we do, is about God. If we're going to stand on truth, it's because it's God's word. If we're going to be witnesses, it's because he has commanded us to be witnesses. Everything centers on God, not on us. And God is faithful, and God will continue to lead and direct us as we will follow him in truth. God is all-knowing, God knows what's going to happen tomorrow. If we're going to get robbed, God knows that ahead of time. Okay? And we need to learn to trust in God. And we begin that by learning to trust in His Word. His Word is faithful. His Word is everlasting because He is everlasting. 
and he will be with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. But even though God knows everything, and even though God knows everything that's going to happen into our lives, the good things and the bad things, God commands us to pray for one another. He commands us to pray for one another. That's one of the great things about Christianity. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are in this battle together. And one of the great weapons that we have is the weapon of prayer. God says, utilize it. Call on me. Utilize prayer. I'm here, I'm waiting, I'm listening, and I'm willing. If you will pray according to my will, I am willing to answer those prayers. Pray for us, Paul says. For us, the Thorntons, your missionaries in Argentina, we ask, pray for us in Argentina. Pray for us as we go back January the 10th to Argentina. Okay? A lot can change. We're going to be gone eight months. This is the longest we've ever been gone. Usually it's only three months. A lot can change in eight months. Uh, well, I can tell you, just from last year, when I came up from my mom's funeral to, to this year, right now, it has changed a whole lot up here. I mean, a whole lot. Gas, gas is more than double from what I paid last year when I was here in the States. Uh, things change fast. And, you know, we really don't know what to expect when we get back. Huh? We know we're, the prices, Pastor Hernan already told us, you're not going to believe the prices when you come back. They've raised so much. Okay? So pray for us. In our city, we're having right now a battle going on between drug cartels. I mean, there's killings continually. Just They had a raid just the other night, and they got close to 500 pounds of, no, no, more than that, oh, 1,700 pounds of cocaine in a barrio where one of our churches is at, just a couple blocks away. Pray for us. Satan is alive. He is real. I think he knows his time is short, and he's... Putting up a fight. But praise God, we serve a God who is all-powerful. He is the creator of all things. And he's just waiting to hear from us as we pray for others. Pray for us as we pray for you. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. For your word, I ask that you would help us to understand the importance of prayer. Father, I ask that you would use us as we enter into our prayer closets, praying for our leaders, praying for Pastor Jim, our missionaries, that you can use our prayers on their behalf so that they can have protection, so that they can have strength, so that they can have wisdom, so that they can do your will in their lives and in their ministries. And I'll give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.